Welcome in to the DNVR Draft Podcast, uh, presented by Davidson Davidson's Beer, Wine, and Spirits. I'm Henry Chisholm, and I'm sitting here with Andre Simone. And today we're going to talk about the national championship game between LSU and Clemson that just ended a couple minutes ago. Yeah. Um, LSU won, in case you haven't heard. Whew. And it really wasn't all that close. Um, first... Through, like, the beginning of the third, it was semi-close. Yeah, I guess that's fair. You know, because Clemson was up. It was wildly entertaining. Yeah. Yeah, it was a lot of fun, especially if you were keyed into the guys that we've been talking about because there was a lot going on with them in particular. Um, Just before we get any deeper into this, LSU won 42-25, 17-point win. Um, Clemson was up and gave up some scores late in the first half and then pretty much just tanked from yeah. then on um let's just start at the top even though joe burrow isn't going to be a bronco he is going to be in the draft and so we should at least talk <laughs> about how incredible he looked again tonight yeah uh struggles a bit early on his uh completion percentage i'm gonna go on a limb and guess that that was the lowest he's thrown all year who 31 of 49 yeah yeah, nothing uh, special for his crazy standards. Very 62%, true. 62% or, you know, right around 60%. Only to end up slowly but surely carving up the Clemson defense. You know, at first it was a great battle between Isaiah Simmons and he. Um, Simmons yeah. was creating great pressure as a blitzer coming off the edge, making just some monster plays. Uh, Burrow was finding ways to escape, but he was struggling under pressure from Clemson. He was. And he still ended up with 463 passing yards and five passing touchdowns. Plus, he uh, ran for another touchdown with 58 yards on the ground. That's 500 yards of offense and six touchdowns. Like, that's insane. Is you know, it's it's kind of tough when we just saw him play his final college football game. Yeah. But where does he rank all time among college quarterbacks? <sighs> yeah, hard to not put him way up there. I it he's got to be. It, it, I mean, this should put him in like Vince Young type sure. territory. And you know, he only had the one year, but it was a great year. Yeah. It, it was incredible yeah. just week in week out doing this kind of stuff. Boy, was he a blast to watch. Um, again, the deep balls looked great. He, he seemed poised. Um, so took, good under pressure. Took a shot to the ribs, it kind of yes. looked like, and yes. thought maybe that was a window for Clemson to come mm -hmm. back. He played through that just fine. Yeah, starts the third quarter slow just a little bit and then just kept on rolling. Boy, his touch and accuracy is something else. The timing it's with his receivers, how they've just got that back shoulder down. Just like it over was nothing. and over and over. Oh There's in the gosh. right spots. Y you know what? You know, we've been trying to figure out where Justin Jefferson ends up being drafted. Yeah. And, and he had uh, a pretty good game again tonight. Nine catches, 106 yards. Mm -hmm. um, it's crazy to think he even had 106. It, it is. It really just seemed like, oh, he got a couple dump offs yep. over the middle. Nothing. Nothing special. Jamar Chase was the star in this one. Totally. I, I think that the Bengals have to get him. I think the Bengals Burrow? have to get, uh, no, Justin oh. Jefferson to pair with Burrow. Oh, interesting. I think they have such incredible chemistry. 
here here's why because Justin Jefferson's a good take. receiver and you don't really know what he's going to look like at the NFL level for the same for the reasons that we've talked about at length you know yep. he, he wasn't a highly recruited guy he isn't all that fast he isn't massive you know he's, he just knows how to play football and he has incredible chemistry with uh, his quarterback and so that's when, when that's when that's the knock on you and that's what we've seen is he can have success with Joe Burrow if, if I'm the Bengals, I'm willing to spend a, an early second-round pick on him. Maybe even better than that. Move up. Yeah. Yeah, and who knows what you get for A.J. Green. If they find a trade, maybe that True. gives them more draft capital. True. But, yeah, if you're right at the top of the second round anyways. Yeah, I don't mind that. And and yet he's looked so good with all these wide receivers. You almost <laughs> feel like, boy, do you? Because Jamar Chase was the star of today's game oh, with easily. Burrow on offense. Nine catches, 221 yards, two touchdowns. He was everywhere. Um, he's a six foot one sophomore that uh, really tore apart A.J. Terrell. He did. Who started off well, the Clemson we quarterback. Were, we were hyping him up early on. We, he yep. was making plays. He, he was tackling well. Mm-hmm. He was breaking up some passes. He was in good position. Yep. But then things really fell apart for him. Yeah, and look, I mean, he's still not that far off Chase. Chase was just impossible for him to guard. And Chase is going to be a first-round guy here soon. Oh, yeah. I mean, you talk about next year, you're looking at Trevor Lawrence, you're looking at Justin Fields, you're looking at Penny Sewell, uh, one of the the best offensive linemen prospect I've ever studied. And then it's guys like Jamar Chase. It's guys like Jalen Waddell at Alabama, who at times look like the best wide receiver on Alabama. It's guys like Justin Ross. That's that's who I was going to say, you know, another sophomore. This is uh, the receiver for Clemson who played yeah, this game. Yeah, that 2021 wide receiver class not going to be that terrible. No. You know, and no. Devontae Smith, those kind of guys just got added. And you wonder how many of these LSU prospects – I know I'm jumping the gun, but, you know, we didn't prepare for this. This is a post-natty – Jumping in. Special pod. We're just doing it all. You wonder how many of these LSU guys who are eligible just won a title. How many of them, with Burrow leaving, are really going to be motivated to come back another year? And that makes things interesting for, like, a Shadiq Charles, the left yeah. tackle. Yeah. Um, Patrick Queen, who I thought the middle linebacker for LSU in the second half was... The defensive MVP, certainly, maybe the... I mean, he can't be the MVP because Jamar Chase and Joe Burrow exist. Seriously. But still, um, you know, and on down the list. And, and to, go back to, to go back to Queen, you know, he's a guy who I've liked for the Broncos mm-hmm. in the fifth round, you know? A mm-hmm. little bit raw, but very good athlete. And yeah. that's, that's what you kind of have to look for when you're looking for an inside linebacker, a third-down linebacker in the NFL draft. Because typically, unless those guys are seriously... Flawed, right. they're going early. Yeah, he, he was might have all moved over himself up a little bit too. Uh, that's the concern. <laughs> <laughs> that is <laughs> the concern. That's the concern. That is the concern. But against uh, an offense filled with NFL talent, he he looked good. He was yeah. a stud. Yeah, Derek Stingley. We just typed up the 2021 class. Name to keep in mind for 2022 draft. My goodness. Derek Stingley. Already an All-American. Oh, I know. It's insane. But, uh, you know, the star freshman cornerback for the LSU Tigers really shut down that half yeah. of the field. And Not easy to do when you're going against Higgins and Ross, those uh, dynamic wide receivers. And especially when you have Christian Fulton on the other side, a guy who's supposed to be a top 10 draft pick this year. And 
and Trevor Lawrence is throwing at that guy instead of the true freshman on the other side. I know. What an endorsement. The, what <laughs> an endorsement. Yeah, Stingley's yeah. going to be something special. What did you see from Christian Fulton? I wasn't all that impressed. Starts off, he allows two receptions from Ross. One's really tough. He's right there yeah. in perfect position, yep. but... Uh, you know, tracking a nine route just never quite gets his head around, which is a criticism. It you is. Know, ball skills, tracking the ball midair. It's not the first time um, we've seen it. That was a tough spot. But regardless, then gets run over by T. Higgins on that um, reverse. Yep. And, yeah, allows another, like, intermediate grab by Ross and then kind of shut it down. Has an interception that gets called back for... DPI, maybe a little ticky-tacky, yeah. Um, but does get contact. He got That's the grab, yeah. It's still on Fulton. He's in press and never gets his hands on the wide receiver until they're past the five-yard mark, so that's on him. That's <laughs> he deserved for a bad yeah. thing to happen. And, I mean, you just see, like, tackling wasn't great at points, uh, ball tracking not great, you know, uh, just discipline not always on point too handsy, what have you. But at the same time, he's uh, unlike A.J. Terrell, he handled himself. You know, he yeah. looks the part. Yeah. Um, he can battle with these NFL-type wide receivers and really look good. So, yeah, I mean, top 10's too rich for me. Top 15's too rich. Yep. The tackling uh, concerns he make ju- him he just not isn't a fit the in this defense. Exactly. Right. And, and the flaws are very obviously there. Yeah. It's just not a guy who I think really makes sense as a Bronco more than anything. Agreed. And um, that's that's what I tweeted out after that Higgins run. And we kind of feel the same about Grant Delpit. Yeah. Yeah. He just had his moments. It seemed um, like he was always around but never really doing anything. Yeah. Yeah. Has a tackle for a loss early. Uh, takes a terrible angle on that Higgins long um, run where he trucks the guy on the way in the end zone. Right, and just looks like he kind of gives up on it. And it looked like he could have caught him. Yeah, it, it looked like he thought that guy at the goal line was going to bring him mm-hmm. down. His effort all season's been the only concern because the talent's there. And 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 you know he he but also had that play on the pass interference. It wouldn't have counted. But where he gets his hands on the oh, ball, right, 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 and you think he could pick it, a very tough play, very yes, tough play. Yes. Very few guys even get two hands on that ball, right. But he did, and he didn't bring it in. And he's a, another guy who's saying he's supposed to be a top ten pick, and I just, not, I'm, not, I'm not sure I see it. Yeah, I don't think Fulton or Delpit are really. Yeah, they're not top fifteen guys for me. I kind of felt no. like that for Chiasin. Is that how I pronounce it? Hank? Yeah. Clavon, Clavon, Kalevon. I think it's Kalevon. Kalevon, Chasson, the star pass rusher for LSU, had a couple nice moments. That's it though, just flashes. He's a guy you wish would have flashed more because it'd be great for a second edge rusher to go before the Broncos pick at fifteen. It so would be. Some guys can drop, but yeah, yeah. Defensively, looking through, Stingley's the story. He's the guy you want, and he's two years away. The rest of the secondary. On the LSU eh. side. Right. Yeah, and then you you have the secondary guys. It's like, eh, mm-hmm. seems like they're going to be still just a little bit overrated. Yeah. Um, Chess in the pass rusher, rusher as the yeah. same way. And yeah. then you have Queen playing linebacker, who's a guy I think we like. Um, yep, totally. He's, he's probably the one guy who I came away saying, huh, yeah, make For him sure. a Bronco. For sure. At least from that unit in this yeah. game. 
Right. Totally. Uh, Why don't you just jump over and do the same thing with the uh, Clemson offense? Yeah, we talked through a lot of it. Uh, let's. let's start with Trevor Lawrence. We can do this quickly. We're going to have plenty of time to talk about yeah. Trevor Lawrence uh, as he's not eligible to be drafted until the 2021 draft. But key takeaways. Boy, he fell apart in the second half. Yes, he did. And not good on pressure. I thought the broadcast did a really good job of pointing this out. While both him and Burrow had great seasons this year, the major difference between the two has been how they've handled pressure. And you saw it. You saw it with Lawrence. Once they got down and LSU was able to get a little more pressure on them, to Mm -hmm. pin their ear backs, um, you know, a couple more blitzes in there, Lawrence struggled. He did. We saw it at the beginning of the national semifinal against Ohio State as we, well. Yes. Pretty much the exact same thing is mm-hmm. what it looked like. Had to get going with his feet. Yeah. Uh, tried that here. Got a couple plays, but never enough. Um, so very underwhelming from what's supposed to be a generational talent. And there were a couple throws. I mean, there were a couple drops. There were a couple balls couple that drops. probably should have been caught. Um, but there were also some confusing passes, like balls where – I mean, usually like under pressure, he's trying to get it jumping. Yeah, and almost got his like yeah. five eight wide receiver killed. Yes, may have. Did we see him again? I think we did. Did but we? Boy, that was a monster hit that uh, little Amari Rogers took. You and can't do that to guys. And then the like the other skipping throw. passes. Yeah, there were a couple that just hit the ground and just skipped five yards away. And I get he's under pressure. Maybe it was just a throwaway. Right. Uh, we aren't in his head to his left, but I mean he had his guy open. You need to hit that with his kind of arm. You need to hit that. Wasn't able to do it. So underwhelming. Not going to change much of his stock because hey, <laughs> Joe Burrow had a lot more than one underwhelming performance in his second-to-last season, and look what he did this year. Um, Lawrence has probably already done enough to still be a top-five pick regardless. But, yeah, it does put just a little more pressure because, you know, coming into this point last season, we were basically saying the same things about Trevor Lawrence that we were now that we were saying these same things about Tua Tagovailoa. Yeah. And then, you know, a not-so-great natty performance. You start to knock not him a little so more. Not-so-great season, and then an injury. and Right, you scrutinize him a little more, and then it's like, well, he's not going to be the top prospect. He's not even going to be the top quarterback taken. So, yeah, interesting. Um, on the offense for Ella, uh, for Clemson. The running back, Travis, Travis Etienne, Etienne. Really looked good. Well, goodness. we need to go back to the LSU running back if we're talking about Oh, yeah, we'll, we'll definitely get there. Yeah. Um yeah, Travis Etienne, my goodness. He is is he a speed back? Is he a power back? Is he a pass catching? It's just everything. He's improved in all those areas. Um yeah, maybe not the most sudden, but I think there's more okay. than enough speed, right? Mm-hmm. Uh maybe doesn't make those jump cuts that make you go, whoa, like yeah. like twenty two on LSU. <laughs> but still, man, I mean he's got the size, he's got the contact balance. And today night might not be the day to talk about how Pat Shermer changes everything the Broncos want to do offensively, but yeah. I think Travis Etienne would really fit that. I think he sure would. If if you want a power runner, you want to say go right here and go there fast. Yeah, he well, can do that. More and of a then he can hit somebody. Back. Yeah, yeah. I'm not saying he's Dalvin Cook or Saquon Barkley. He has a lot of those same traits though that you like in a guy who um, can be your bell cow and be a solid receiver for you and add different things. I thought Clemson's O-line underwhelmed. It showed that. 
I, I, I agree. I agree. I, th- I think on both sides, just yeah. in the trenches, there wasn't much going on. Well, they started off so hot, but yeah, Xavier Thomas, um, their star edge rusher, couldn't do that much against LSU's left tackle, who I thought all considered played a good game. Wasn't perfect, but played a good game. Yeah, Tremaine Ankrum, who will be at the Senior Bowl, their right tackle, kind of the guy we ha- we were focused on the mm-hmm. most. Disappointing game for him. Justin Ross, the star sophomore, starts off so well, slows down, kind of gets locked down by Stingley. Um, Higgins gets injured, and that really changed. Yeah, yeah, that really changed things, though. I mean, he shows some nice speed ball in his hand on that touchdown run, um, but as a receiver, nothing really to write home about. No, no, nothing at all. I I think that that pretty much sums it up. Like, there's just he did. He was hurt. Again, and that's what happened to him in the semifinal as well. He missed some time in that. It's, I don't know. It's yeah, disappointing no, I mean, more than anything. I don't. When you've got that wiry frame, that's a concern. Yeah, and I don't want to, like, knock him for it because it's probably just fluky. got hit a couple times, you yeah, know. Right. But at the same time, would have loved to have been able to see him play. I think he really could have helped his stock with a big performance. Oh. And instead we got this. Right. And does that knock him down a couple spots in the first yeah. round? Probably. Probably should. Probably. Yeah, I mean, I keep on being of the idea that, yeah, he's a he's a first-round talent. He's a top 30 guy for me. Mm-hmm. He's not one of those top four wide receivers. I don't think so either. And that'll fluctuate. That'll change a lot. You know, he runs like a 4-4, which, hey, man, if he's got the burst like we saw today, he could easily do at his size. He, he could put himself in the conversation. But, yeah, you want to see a little more um, – not a game that'll knock him, but a game where it's like, ah, it, it was setting up nicely. I really thought he could have helped his stock. And yep. instead, you're kind of left hanging. Um, so that's a shame. Yeah. Then, then the real star was Isaiah Simmons on that side Ooh. of the ball. They're able to go away from him a little more. His combination of being able to impact the game, though, blitzing and around the line of scrimmage and then in coverage. He was, I mean... Th- those first couple of series for LSU, yeah, he was dominant. Yeah, he yep. was d- he was shutting down that offense virtually single handedly. You know, there was there were guys making plays in other places, mm-hmm. but it seemed like the, they all ended with, you know, Simmons is in the quarterback's face. Yeah, Simmons is the guy bringing the ball down. Simmons is the guy who forced. Uh, y- you know, it, he was just so involved in every good thing that happened. He was breaking up passes. Uh, he. He to me should not be available at fifteen. No, he's he's way too good to be there at fifteen. I think we felt like that already coming in. This game was just confirmation of like, uh, yep, yeah. yep. But again, the way the draft falls, there there's a way yeah, you could you see him know. slipping. But right. just a weapon like that is. Oh, uh, I know. It's it's gonna be so hard for any defense to pass up on him. Yeah, any defensive coach who's seen him there. I'd love to really know what, you know, like, I'd love to give Vic some truth serum and get his real opinion on Devin White and Devin Bush if you really thought yeah, they were that, like, clearly inferior to Roquan Smith, as he stated pre-draft. And I'd love to know, what does he think about Isaiah Simmons? Because Isaiah he looks virtually flawless. I mean, here, let's let's jump ahead and talk about uh, Clyde Edwards Alaire. I was saying his name much better 
all day. I just want to yeah, throw yeah, that out there. This, that was my worst problem. Sometimes when we do these, you'll have like an afternoon brew. It's 1030. You haven't even drank. I, I'm I, surprised. I have you're, three sips. And you're I'm my pronunciation guy. Yeah. Clyde Edwards O'Leary. Even yeah, I can oh, do yeah, it. Yeah, <laughs> okay, you're going to have to save none. Um, before we dig Finally. totally into him, Isaiah Simmons looked like pretty much the only guy who could just grab him and take him down. <laughs> yeah. Like it's not easy to do. I mean, no, I, it's not. I dare you to tackle a fire hydrant in the open field with a ballerina's feet. I would love to try. I would, too. I'll I would love to see a fire hydrant with ballerina's feet just walking, roaming the world with us. Here, um, let's just throw <laughs> this out there because I just finally got these defensive stats to pull up. Yeah. yeah Isaiah Simmons led Clemson. In mm-hmm. tackles for loss, uh-huh. tied for the team lead in solo tackles, uh-huh. tied for the team lead in sacks, and led the team in pass breakups. There you go. So his final stat line is seven tackles, six of which are solo, one sack, two tackles for a loss, and two passes broken up. Wow. He's just everywhere. Incredible. He's, oh my goodness, is he just What a, a great game. It's it's incredible. and You, you can put him at... You just don't want him on the defensive line. And even then, if you put him on the edge, you're probably going to be just fine. You put him in the middle, you just oh, got to speak at great. Where, where could you not put this man? Maybe boundary corner? Nose and tackle. Yeah, I might put him at boundary, boundary corner. Boundary corner, I I could stand two snaps. In in zone, Especially yeah. if like we're playing the Chiefs and they go trips left and then we're going to flex Kelsey out wide to the right. Yeah. That's actually exactly then, who I want on Kelsey <laughs> outside, right? As yeah. that quote-unquote boundary corner. Yep. So I, he can uh, do – I mean, Ryan was saying in our company Slack, he's like reverse Mecklenburg. Yeah. And he is. I mean, I'd be okay with him playing a few snaps at corner. Mm-hmm. He's a stud as a nickelback. Mm-hmm. Both safety spots you feel comfortable. For sure. He can play the deep middle. All linebacker spots I feel comfortable I mean, there are, yeah. there are fits that are better than others. For sure. Edge, he could play plenty of snaps on the he edge. Could. He, he could. So basically, he just can't be a nose tackle, a defensive tackle, or a five technique. Yeah. Like a 3-4 DN. That's y- it. It's it's insane. That's like, it. he is otherworldly. I want mm-hmm. more than anything yes. to see him. <laughs> yes, he is. <He's laughs> we were talking about it. I heard him get compared to a pterodactyl. Or an alien. Yeah. And Two I things that are, in fact, otherworldly. Well, Literally. Just <laughs> I love when you say that. <laughs> but, you know, like he, pterodactyl, that's just what he is. I lo- Well, when he was swatting a couple of those passes, it did feel arms. like, oh, man. It's weird. <laughs> it's like seeing, I don't even know. He, he, he looks like a basketball player. He's a bad-looking dude. Like, he's out there just long yeah, and just... He's l- a bad-looking It's like, you're a middle linebacker? <laughs> you're one of those guys with a neck roll? Like, uh, no, you're he's not. He's crazy. Uh, he's I, crazy. I, It'd be insane for him to last that 15. It would. Insane. It would. Hey, according to these but Draft ne- <laughs> Network mocks, though, he's, <laughs> he's going to be there. Uh, I mean... And again, when we did the mock draft, we... S- we didn't plan out for there to be a path to 15. That's just what happened. No, no. That based, happened. On, based on the that team happened. needs, 10 through 14. Right. Uh, because see teams it. like Carolina, Detroit, uh, Jacksonville, even Tampa Bay, they're either Raiders. set or have guys similar enough or they're going to prioritize other stuff. Yeah. 
So it's really he's truly I think he's going to be a consensus top you know, he's in that mix with the top quarterbacks, Andrew Thomas, Judy, C.D. Lamb, yep. Okuda, Brown. How and far do you young, trade up for him? There's like a clear top eight. What, what are you willing to give up? Man. Would you do a first and like your first third-round pick for him? For the Broncos, I don't think I'd do even that. Really? I just feel like you need you to still play need the, the board. You don't need to go after Isaiah Simmons. Yeah, especially with the new offense. You got to get guys who yeah. fit. Yeah, you do. You need more picks than you, you do. You, you want a, a matchup offense, a progression offense where everything's wide open and you can, you know, just pick your poison. You're not scheming guys open. You need talent for that to work. And uh, I mean, you, you always need you talent, have Phil. but now you need <laughs> even more. <laughs> yeah, that's a start. Uh, <laughs> Phil Sutton fan, that's a start. Phil I think Sutton you need, you that's need it. two more and then like two more to protect Locke to make those yeah. guys even get the ball and then hope they all pan out yeah <laughs> okay well we'll daydream more about isaiah simmons in the future for now let's move along to that lsu running back yeah with the three names yeah um so what's your favorite part of watching him play his feet uh, okay down. i like it his feet are stupid huh for someone that wide his feet are stupid it's I mean, what do I, you know, like, it's truly like watching, I know it's an insane analogy, but it really does ring pretty true in my crazy mind that he's like a fire hydrant with ballerina's feet. <laughs> <laughs> it's, I know, like, trust me, guys, I know what I'm saying is absurd, but yeah. when you watch this kid, it makes sense. Yeah, just put some great eyes in a fire hydrant with ballerina feet and that's him <laughs> yeah exactly <laughs> yeah seriously nobody could bring him down outside of isaiah simmons again isaiah simmons a pterodactyl so what are you gonna do yeah. um he's bouncing off of guys he's running by guys he's he's talk about contact balance faster cj anderson yeah in the way that he oh, just yes. stays on yes, his feet it's is there a better comparison than that oh we saw brian westbrook if we're talking about football players and not Fire hydrant. <laughs> right, right, right. <laughs> no, no insult to my analogy. <laughs> you know, he's caught 50 balls this year, too. Yeah. So I he's got that. I mean. What's the knock? What do you want to see more of? Do you want to see him faster? Do you want to see yeah, him you want ball? Does he have well breakaway speed? I don't know. Can really he be care. a bell cow at 209 pounds? Can you um, pair him with Phil Lindsay? Oh, Beautifully. You, you know that. Beautifully. You know. Yeah. Oh, I, I love it. I love it so yeah, much. Yeah, I mean, how much better is he at Royce Freeman? At Like, if yeah. Royce Freeman played this way, we'd, we'd be Seriously. set, you know? Um, I was chatting with AJ during the game. It was early on. They'd barely given him any carries whatsoever. It's insane to think he ended up with 16 for 110. It like is. How did that happen? Um, that LSU offense also just snuck up on everyone. The five catches for 54 yards on top of that. Wow. Yeah, insane. Insane. But I was chatting with AJ. He was saying, man, I'd really like going after him. Um, I'd love to see him in Denver with a second rounder. And I was like, way too high. You think so still? Um, <gasps> no, no, I don't. In a couple hours, I've basically like, yeah, I think the second round is generally a little too high. Okay. But not. Okay. Like I, I can talk myself into it. For sure. 
Yeah, he he was again. Just I just think there are bigger needs, but I think when you rank the guys in this class, by the way, Najee Harris might be staying in school. Oh, because yeah. Saban's killing it on that front. He's recruiting huh. his own players. Um, new strategy, yeah, innovative, <laughs> quite. What an innovator! Yeah, so forward thinking. Uh, <laughs> Coach, did Calipari's gonna be trying to do the same thing? Like, oh, what what a what a move! Let's see if we can keep these guys <laughs> right. in school. No more one and dones. But I mean, he's been overshadowed by all this other talent on his offense. But yeah, really, what's what's separate? What's why would he be all that inferior to J.K. Dobbins? Yeah. Or Jonathan Taylor. I, I'm, I'm kind of agreeing. And I mean, in this game, if you'd never watched them before, you just watched this game, mm-hmm. you probably, as much as we were really impressed by ETN, mm-hmm. you probably take CEH yeah. over ETN. Yeah. I, I, I totally crazy, agree. He, he looked. He's so talented. And, and he just looks like a pro back. The way that he bounces off tackles, the way he has the balance, you oh, know? I know. When when things aren't wide open, he can get what's there. Uh-huh. He also is pretty fast and can make some plays as well. It, quicker uh, than fast, but yeah, I mean, yeah, definitely yeah. quicker than fast. I mean, uh, then as AJ was kind of talking me into it, I was saying, boy, if I squint the right way, what's really separating Josh Jacobs, the one huh. running back who went in round one last year, mm-hmm. from? Clyde Edwards, a little more power, maybe. A little. Oh well, uh, uh, yeah. Jacobs ran angrier. angrier. Okay. Yeah, yeah. I don't know that that means he has more power though. Okay. Y- you feel me? Yeah, that makes sense. Um, like, poof, I mean, <laughs> he does like beast mode type things. Yeah, and a battering gram type, uh, type drill. <laughs> I'd have a hard time <laughs> picking against Clyde Edwards Olaire. So, no, he was really impressive. Just another guy. Um, disappointing to say A.J. Terrell. You know, kind of yeah. every guy in the secondaries that are draft eligible were not impressive. Yeah, I, I came agree. in l- keeping an eye on Tanner Muse, the one of the safeties for Clemson, who I believe will be at the Shrine game. It, underwhelmed by him. You know, underwhelmed by A.J. Terrell. Terrell, AJ Terrell, that's not great. AJ Terrell, like we're saying, you know, Jamar Chase put up 221 yards, nine catches, two touchdowns. Chase should have had another long primarily, and that's the other one, and that should have been another 50-yard touchdown on top of that. Also against AJ Terrell, and he's a guy that we liked late, Mm -hmm. and now we can like him even later. But yeah, I mean, people were mocking him to us in the second round, and it was like, yeah, it's not the pick I'd make, but yeah, I, I don't mind him, and he's mm-hmm. starting off where I'm thinking, like, oh, boy, this guy's going to work his way up to where he won't even be available at uh, the Broncos' second-round pick, and then kind of uh, came back to earth. So he really came back to earth. Yeah. But again, this LSU passing attack, probably the greatest passing attack of all time in college football. You know, the stats would say with the passing touchdowns that it is. Yeah, and the points, the points scored, too. I yeah. think they broke that record. They have over 700-some-odd points They scored. did, yep. So it's wild. I mean, what they have done, testament to them, because this is one of those all-time great college football teams. Yeah. Um, it's up there with some of the great Miami Hurricane teams. It's up there with that Vince Young Texas team. It's up there with some of those Matt Liner, uh, Reggie Bush USC teams. Um 
it's up there with the best, you know, Tommy Frazier at Nebraska, the best of the best uh, college football, certainly attacks, but I think in general teams. And, I mean, Clemson got 42 hung on them. This is what LSU's done all year to Georgia, mm-hmm. to Alabama, to Texas. Yeah. They're just, they just ran through teams like it was nothing. It's It was unbelievable. And it makes it tough to grade Clemson's players. It's tough to knock them. You know, T. Higgins didn't play well. A lot of guys haven't played well against LSU. A.J. Terrell defensively yep. didn't right. look good, but a lot of guys haven't looked good. Right. You know, I mean, they're making great contested catches. They've got that back that back shoulder throw is just, like, lethal. You know, mm-hmm. Terrell was in Chase's back pocket a few times, but it's just like yep. you're almost there. You're just not, and that dude is really good, yep. and he's going to catch it. Yep. So who knows what that means to NFL GMs? Because there are going to be some who look at this tape and say, ooh, not touching that guy. And there are going to be some who say, you know what? What's he supposed to do? Could you really expect much better from a guy who's, what, the third-round pick now? Right. You know? it's Yeah, yeah and <sighs> coaches will see that and say, hey, I can coach that up. I see what he did wrong. I can improve that and, mm-hmm. and get him right. I think you say that more with Fulton than you do Terrell. But you like Terrell. Terrell would be perfect in a Seattle type defense that that cover cover three press where you just, you know, it's just that side, that Mm -hmm. deep zone down the side. Deep third. Yeah. Yeah. He can handle that. And he can press and be physical at the line. So, yeah, I guess what I'm saying is I think even in a cover two where he's playing like the flats Mm -hmm. um, and can kind of attack downhill and be physical that way. He could fit. So what I'm saying, I guess, is he's more of a zone corner, which might mean he he'd be a fit in Denver. Yeah. So yeah, a name worth considering, even though he was disappointing. Um, I think the guys who impressed us most, though, were the running backs, um, and the linebackers, and the guys we can't draft yet. <laughs> yeah, 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 just well. yeah, in general, outside of Trevor Lawrence. <sighs> no. Yeah. I think that that pretty much sums up all my thoughts. Um, yeah, on the game itself. Yep. Yep. Yeah. Yeah, and I guess what it means for Denver for the most part and how stocks uh, were altered. I More than anything. It's going to be crazy to, after watching this game, only one of these guys, I think, will go before the Broncos pick at 15. Joe Burrow. Really? You, you think Isaiah Simmons will be there? Oh, shoot. Simmons. Oh, you got everybody's hopes up. I got everyone's hopes. You got hopes. everybody's hopes I up. I forgot about Simmons. Oh, my goodness. <laughs> uh, yeah. Are going to be a lot of options. Yeah. But still, just two guys from this game, as loaded as these two teams were, that's pretty – I mean, you guess more, right? Yeah. I mean, you think about that Clemson defensive line last year. T- right. Right. How many of those guys w- were top 15? That's a test. But, I mean, three well, were Dexter first Lawrence round, right? went 17, so that hurts. Cleveland Farrell, of course, goes four. Um, that other D end went later on. And Christian Wilkins went like 12. So three in the top 17. Yeah. And that's on the defensive line. Yeah. Just the D line. Also, Hunter Renfro, steal of the draft. Yeah, I guess. Slipped out to the fifth round. Doesn't matter. Um, yeah. Is there anything else you want to talk about from the game, Dre? Uh, want to talk about the tunnel in the beginning? You mm. know how LSU 
boy was really hyped in that tunnel there were like lasers everywhere and they're all like screaming there were also lasers in the lsu tunnel the or clemson. the clemson tunnel yeah. but they just weren't feeling it they were very like business like so oh yeah and we were trying to figure out which one they liked better well, and I think, in fact, Clemson kind of started they off did. better because did. I think LSU was maybe too amped up. And you could see it on the field. But the cartoon character of a uh, coach that LSU has. Coach O. Ed Orgeron. When they asked them before the game about the nerves, he said, you know, at the end of the day, that's not going to matter. We're going to go into halftime. It's going to be like any other game. It's playing a full four quarters is what really matters. And he was kind of right. He was. And Burl, you know, the fact that he did it with a bruised rib or whatever was uh, going yeah. on with him. That's impressive. Yeah, I think that speaks pretty loudly on how, you know, people keep trying to knock him and say, or, you know, I mean, scouts, not even people. Like, mm -hmm. there are reports from scouts saying, uh, yeah, maybe it's just Andy Dalton stuff like this. Insane stuff's being said. <sighs> <laughs> I just the best. I don't know how you could watch him, yeah. right? Uh, uh, right. Yeah. I mean, his timing, touch, accuracy—it's that deep ball. I mean, and frankly, maybe the most right, the deep ball like accuracy. Aaron Rodgers. Yeah. I is mean, that a fair comp? <sighs> like that, ma just to put it in the right spot. Somehow, putting it, the receiver needs to have it. Aaron Rodgers has more arm strength and is able to make those throws off awkward platforms okay. that like there are maybe five other human beings mm -hmm. in the world who can pull off burrow though with all that we just said his most impressive skill might be his pocket presence huh the, his ability to yeah. navigate the pocket um uh, like a really a deceptive kind of scrambler and mover. Um, you could see that it's even those early on. Movements. Yeah. And, you know, it kind of reminded me of this weekend. And I brought this up during the game when you're watching, like, you know, Lamar Jackson move in the pocket. And some of it, again, just feels like almost like a meme. Like, like he's just juking guys out in the pocket for like six, seven seconds and then rolls out and throws it away. <laughs> right. Like Russell Wilson does the same thing. Joe Burrow, maybe not quite that level, yeah. but he does definitely have that ability to feel where the pressure is, oh. make a miss, reset, look downfield, and make a play. Yeah, his escape ability is amazing. And actually, you know, Clemson starts off hot, really, if not for a fluke penalty on LSU. Mm. With the ineligible receiver mm -hmm. downfield, right? Because on the first play of the game. Burrow scrambling. Or first LSU play of the game. Right. Clemson punted it down there. Shoot, man. They they might have scored on that drive, and it might have been even more over. Yeah. And, you know, Jamar Chase drops a, a clear-cut touchdown that was just a dime. Like, they yeah. could have easily put a 50 burn. Well, and there's other stuff, too. I mean, the the first possession for Clemson. They, they get down to the 35. And well, actually, they get down inside the 35, yeah, and then take the sack, and all of a sudden it's fourth and 18 from the 35. You can't go for it. Yep. They don't trust the kicker to kick a 52 yarder, and so they punt it and pin them deep. And LSU again, like you said, they had that penalty they brought back. They have to punt it out, right? And then Clemson has to punt them back down there again. <laughs> right. And then later on, Clemson decides that they are willing to take a 52 yard field goal, which they made, and they made it. Crazy. And it's like, what if they had taken that and had the extra three points? And then you're going into halftime down, would that be down four? No, they were down 28-17, so that would have been 28-20. 
Right. There's some weird, yeah. weird stuff. Yeah, I mean, the fact that they got a stop on LSU on that first drive to open the second half, it seemed big. It did. It's d- it seemed massive. Didn't matter. Because yep. Joe Burrow will carve you up. Fulton had the interception on the pass interference. What if they had taken that? You know, they, there's the um, penalty on the offensive lineman for pushing Isaiah Simmons out of bounds. And all of a sudden, that's an extra. Yeah. Video, and that could have switched you back the other. There were a lot of big plays. T. Yeah, Higgins slings. almost scored that touchdown. They call the offensive pass interference. Yeah. That could have sparked a comeback yeah. right there. Yeah. There were a lot of moments, and LSU just came out on top in more of them. Yeah. No, it's true. And overcame the early struggles to really have a, a magnificent game. Yeah. Yeah, that was just impressive. I, I thought that they had finally lost the magic you know i, I, I did too i thought I that too. like okay that was a fun year national championships are hard to win eh nope they aren't <laughs> they nope. aren't that hard what do you think of lsu next year you know we don't know who exactly is declaring but yeah. without a quarterback can they replicate it's gonna any be hard. of this it's gonna be really hard you don't think this is gonna be like the start of another clemson bama type thing no i think we're gonna find pretty quickly this next quarterback might put up numbers Mm-hmm. He won't be carving up teams like the butcher Joe Burrow. Okay, let's call him the butcher. Let's okay. start that nickname. Let's start that. You like we are in Cincinnati. I think people would buy in if we were. It's just gonna be tough for us to nickname their quarterback from here. I mean, I'm down. I'll tweet it later. No, I was trying to spell Cincinnati with no vowels to think what our network would <laughs> be out there. <laughs> um, con- so AFC con- North. Con- 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 Assume Joe Burrow. Yeah. (laughs) 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 I won't repeat what you just said. Um, (laughs) (laughs) Thank you. Uh, Don't tell Brandon either. Yeah, exactly. Um, (laughs) You guys keep your mouth shut. You You know what Cincinnati sounds like. (laughs) 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 Lamar Jackson. Very good. Joe Burrow. Uh huh. Baker Mayfield. Ben Roethlisberger. Rank the AFC North quarterbacks in 2020. In 2020. Mm hmm. Assume Lamar I mean, Jackson. We're assuming Burrow is basically a big. He already. will be. Yeah. You would. Think. Um, Lamar Jackson. Yep. Fair. Uh, Fair to rank the MVP first. Thank you. <laughs> I thought that maybe making a quick decision would buy me some time for the second. Yeah, uh, yeah. Let's go. Do you go the I career th- achievement award with the second spot? I, or? I think I want to throw Roethlisberger last. Wow. I I think he's washed. I think he's so probably it's washed. It's Burrow too for you, is what you're saying. I think so. Yeah. I don't. I'm not bought in on Baker anymore. No, I agree. I'm out on Baker. I mean, but I also was never super duper rookie sold, quarterback playing for the Bengals. Ooh. Yeah, I know Zach Taylor, man. <laughs> 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 it's it's crazy how this Do could go. Trust. Like they could wind up just being like, like uh, uh, they could have the three quarterbacks voted to the Pro Bowl and the first alternate who plays because Lamar Jackson's in the Super Bowl. Like, if things break well, if, if Roethlisberger isn't washed, if this Browns offense is what uh, it is, yeah. or it, what was, it was supposed to be because yeah. they get two offensive linemen, if uh, Joe Burrow is actually a magician, uh, or a butcher, sorry, a butcher, we're making that yeah, yeah. Again, uh, I mean, it's a stretch. Thanks. There are a lot of other good quarterbacks, including uh, Patrick Mahomes. But, yeah, I mean, uh, you kind of went, like, all in now on the AFC North. Uh, but but <laughs> what I'm saying is like there it's so many of those guys are unpredictable. But I think sure. it could also just end There's up a being lot of a talent. terrible, terrible division. I mean, Joe Burrow's a rookie. 
How much yeah. can you really expect from a rookie? Baker Mayfield was bad. That's going to be the real question. And at some point this offseason, I will have to go back and watch that junior junior Burrow tape. And I'll be interested to see how much that turns me off and how much that concerns me in his ability to go into the NFL Mm-hmm. and adjust to a new playbook that isn't this Joe Brady offense with these stud-wide receivers. Yeah, um, and before we move on, I want to say they, th- these will not be the four top vote-getters <laughs> for the Pro Bowl. Just yeah. want to throw that out there. Upon Thanks. second thought, maybe you get four of the seven. I think that – but but no, sure, I'm still I not guess. saying that's going to happen. There are seven AFC quarterbacks who go well to I just the said top seven of them. Oh, gosh. Gotcha. If, if they were to extend it, you know, like there's the top 25, but there's and like the third team out, and it's like 28. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, nobody cares about those. Um, okay. Uh, anything else from that game? Um, no, I mean, uh, I Kevon like Wallace, We, m- I guess we I'm mentioned. Disappointed. disappointed. We, we mentioned that we didn't yep. really see him. Yep. I just, d- he didn't make a lot of I still think he's an intriguing plays. day three guy for Denver. Yep. I agree. that profile. But, yeah, nothing to write home about. It was all about Burrow and Chase. And then uh, from a Broncos perspective, those running backs and those linebackers. Yeah. Yeah. That w- that, was a that was a fun game. I enjoyed yeah. it. No, that was great. Um, that was great. I mean, seeing that kind of talent on that kind of stage was true pleasure, and I'm glad we were able to do it together. And you're going to get to see some of these guys on the Senior Bowl stage here pretty soon. Yeah, not a ton of guys from Clemson or LSU because they've proven a lot already. But, yeah, yeah, yeah we'll get to see a lot of these top prospects uh, a week from today. Before we get out of here, uh, we should probably talk about uh, our friends at Breckenridge Brewery. Oh, yes, please. So we didn't have any Breckenridge beers tonight because sometimes I – Sometimes you got to lightweight. Work, I'm, I'm just going to, like, throw it out there. I am a lightweight. It, it takes me, no like, shame in that. three, four sips, and then all of a sudden I'm like, eh, this will be a fun podcast. But that'd be a waste of a beer to only have that much. I can tell you right now, though, I think I'm probably going to have to crack one open when I get home tonight. Nice. Yep. I like that. Yeah. What would you go with? I'm trying to remember. We have some Hollidale at, Jeez, at still, the Still, I was just about to ask. I know. I yeah. know. Well, I we're, we're through. I think we're out of the Christmas ale. Still have some Hollidale. Um, okay. What else do we have? I, I definitely know we have that. I can't remember. We're pretty stocked up. I will say that. That's great. That's kind of all we've been drinking recently. Living your best life. I love it. I, yeah. 22-year-old. Fridge full of beer. Can't I complain. Love it. Love um, it. All right. I think that's probably going to do it for today. Yeah. Uh, we'll be back to talk about more things, including how Pat Shermer being the offensive coordinator changes the draft needs because it really does substantially. It does. Um, I wrote a nice little paragraph about that in our film room on Pat Shermer. Go check that out on the you site. You should definitely check it out. Com. You should probably subscribe if you aren't already. Oh, so yes, you should also definitely do that. Yeah. Um, if you want more than like seven things you might not have known about Pat Shermer or... Uh, what if I... An AP style write up. Oh, then yeah. Also, I just want to say that as an intern, like two drafts ago, I was the one writing the seven things you might not know about. Yeah. And I looked down upon Yikes you. Over. Okay. Well, no, now we know. Now we know. When okay. you would write those, Henry, <laughs> I would. I'd reach out and say, "Hey, great job." Because I, I went, really I like very deep. Yeah, you. I would deep. find I a like profile from years and years and years ago and be like, "Here's a piece," and then I'd link the profile so it turned into more of a reading list than anything. Boy, was I proud of those. Um, let's stop now. Impressive journalistic uh, work. Bye, everybody.
Bye, guys.